this ginormous tongue came out of the face of a cow. And I don't know if you know how to research quite as well as me, but I love to use Wikipedia as my source, very reliable. And what Wikipedia says about the tongue is that it is the most powerful muscle in the human body. All right? And, and so I just thought I'd bring this out here to help us illustrate what the Bible says in James chapter 3. It says this, we all make many mistakes, but if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect. And we could also control ourselves in every way. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And the tongue is a flame of fire that sets the whole world of wickedness, corrupting your body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals and birds and reptiles and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and full of evil, deadly poison. Sometimes it praises the Lord our God and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in God's image. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Wow, why is God so intense about the tongue? Why is God so intense about the power of a tongue? I mean, full of deadly poison, set on fire by hell itself. Like, why is God so intense about the tongue? I mean, think about it. In the beginning of the universe, God created the entire universe with his mouth. God created the world by the words that he spoke. He spoke, let there be light. There was light. He spoke, let there be water and dry ground, and there was. He spoke animals into existence, birds and reptiles and fish, all of it into existence with his tongue. And then he made us in his image, and he gave our tongues power. And so that's why our tongue is a powerful device. Now, I'm not saying you can you know, bench press 300 with a tongue, but I am saying the tongue has so much power to build up or to destroy the life of someone else. You know that old saying, sticks and stones? But words will never hurt me? That is a lie, isn't it? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I don't believe it because bones heal. But I've talked to so many people that have been wounded by a tongue in a way that did not heal for years or maybe even their whole lifetime. Someone took a tongue and spoke carelessly or foolishly to them and as a result of the words coming out of somebody else's mouth, they're still hurt 10, 15, 20 years later sometimes. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, the power of life and death is in the tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Now, normally when we, we like take a deep breath right now, ready? Like, we just breathe it out and it goes to nowhere. We don't even think about, like where does our air go? You probably just breathe in the person next to you's air. All right, but let's see, Nick, come here. That's so nice of you to wear your, where's your tail? 
that we can't see it. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to put your. Thank you. Okay. All right. So I want you to breathe your breath into this balloon, okay? And as you're breathing into this balloon, we're gonna be able to see the effects of your breath. We can see what your breath is up to. We can see what it's doing. And this, friends, is what we have to start doing with our words. We have to start recognizing that our words go into someone and they cause an effect. They cause something to happen. Our words are breathed into someone and they can either build them up, encourage them, strengthen them, or can devastate them. What are you doing? Just keep blowing. Just blow until it pops in your face. Yeah, that's okay. You're good. Okay, keep going. It's not big enough yet. Our words go into the life of someone else and they can either bring blessing or, like the Bible says, they can bring cursing. They can bring blessing, they can bring hope, they can bring encouragement, they can bring strength, or (laughs) they can do that. They can blow up, they can blow up in someone's face. Maybe think of it this way. You can can catch your breath over there for a second. Okay, think of it this way. Words are like seeds, right? And when we toss them out into the world, they they don't go nowhere, they land on someone. They land on someone's heart, they land in someone's life. And that seed has the power to take root and it grows something. So if you throw out words of kindness and you throw out words of love and you throw out words of hope, then guess what those are gonna grow? Kindness and love and hope and all kinds of mushy stuff, right? But if you throw out other kinds of words, you throw out words of cruelty and judgment and harshness and meanness, then guess what those seeds produce? Cruelty and harshness and meanness or whatever else I said, right? The seed grows what the seed is. So if your word is kind, it grows kindness. If your word is cruel, it grows cruelty in the heart and in the life of another human being. But so often we pay no attention to where our words are going or what our words are doing. We are planting words everywhere we go. Are you planting like flowers or are you planting like weeds? So what you say can be a matter of life and death. What you say to another human being can make them feel strong and loved and powerful and important and worthy of love and good things in their life. And also, what you say to another human being can tear them down and destroy them. I have a uh, friend in seventh grade, her name was Missy Blahoyak. And I don't know why, but for some reason, the majority of the seventh grade decided to despise her. And everyone would constantly say mean things to Missy. And I remember Missy in sixth grade. She was pretty normal. She wasn't ever really popular. She was just kind of right there in the middle. And then I don't know what happens, but one day the whole seventh grade core decided to go after this girl. And they were relentlessly cruel to her. And by the end of seventh grade, she hated her life. And guys, that is how much power is in our tongue. Our tongue can attack people. Our tongue can go after another person and actually attack them. Nick, do you, come here. Poor Nick, he's getting it. This is what happens when you lose it in buzzers here in 4640, just, okay. So I wanna make sure that every one of you can fully picture 
the attack of the killer tongue. I want to make sure that you can picture exactly what it's like to get a tongue lashing like poor Missy Blahowiak got. Thank you. I'm glad you brought some safety gear. Nick, this is important because I don't want the cow to lick you in the eyeball. Okay, so this is what happens. When we decide to talk to another person and say something cruel or unkind, it is like taking the cow's tongue, except it's not the cow's tongue, it's our tongue, and smacking it, you guys want me to actually do it? Smacking it across the face. When we decide to say words like, I hate you, or you're, you're stupid to our younger brother or sister, or if we take our tongue, which God gave us to praise him and honor him, and we use our tongue to say lies, for example, we blame our brother like for the glass that we broke, and we just take our tongue and we, we're, we're lashing. Does that hurt? A little bit. A little bit? All right, I better do it harder then. Okay, so... Worst pain you've ever felt, that's what I thought. When we take our tongue and we decide, I'm gonna use my tongue to talk poorly about another human being that God loves, we are, we're giving someone a tongue lashing with our gossip. We're, we're giving them a t- Well, close your mouth, don't lick the cow's tongue. That's disgusting. Have some honor, Nick. <laughs> okay, when we take our tongue and we throw it at someone else, we're literally hurting them. We're literally destroying their lives. We're putting them in a horrible position with the tongue lashing that we're giving them to. And God says the tongue isn't designed to destroy another person. The tongue is actually there to build someone up and encourage someone else. You can move your chair because I need that little tarp for something else. Who would like to play an ever so quick game? I need two teams of two. So get your teammate real quick. Hold hands with your teammate. Okay, all right, you, you two, all right, you two. All right, go, all right, go. All right, all right, I need two, two girls now, two girls. I got, my, I got my boys. Okay, all right, come on. Okay, come here, now. This is how this is gonna work. Who, pick who's gonna go first from each team. Oh, something happens. Okay, stand right over here, everybody. All right, who's going first? Him. Him, okay, here's your tube of toothpaste. You're gonna go second, okay. Now, on the count of three, ladies and gentlemen, you will squirt all of your toothpaste onto the tarp. Whoever gets done first wins the first round. On your mark, get set, go. Squeeze it all out, try to keep it on the tarp, because you know, there you go, you got it, okay. Good, it's looking good. It's looking good, all of it out, like you don't have any more toothpaste and you wanna, you know, impress your girlfriend or boyfriend. All right, get it all out. All right, uh, it looks like a tie. Okay, round one's a tie, make sure they all get candy. Now, pass the tube to your teammate for round two. This is where the real winner is determined, right here. Round two, you got to push up your sleeves a little bit in round two, cause you know, okay. So everybody ready, round two. What I would like you to do is take all of the toothpaste and put it back in the tube. Go. Back inside the tube. There you go. Squeeze that right back in. Straight in the tube. Get that tube nice and fluffy, full of toothpaste. All right, you got about 10 more seconds. Shove that toothpaste right on in there. Inside, try to get it inside. In, that is that is the worst inside I've ever 
scene, okay? Inside the tube. All right, time out. What, what happened here? It didn't, you can't do it. And this, this is what I want you to know. It's easy to spit out the words, it's hard to get the words back. It's easy to spit out the words, to say unkind things, to say cruel things, but when you try to clean up that mess that you spit on someone else, it doesn't clean up. And once you say an unkind word, once you say a cruel word, once you tell a lie, once you gossip, usually you realize that wasn't cool of me and you find yourself trying to clean up, I don't want that, I find yourself trying to clean up the mess, right? But you never really can. Someone please help these people. Okay, go to my staff, they will, they will help you. Now, once you realize, man, I blew it. You guys can, yeah, just don't step in the toothpaste. There you go, all right, go, there you go, okay. Bye-bye, we love you, good job. Give them candy, someone. Let, okay, give them lots of candy. Now, all right, now, once you realize I blew it, I made a mistake, I messed up, I didn't do it right, and you try to clean up your mess, he's like, where's my candy, man? Give the poor boy some candy. He ran that way, he's very, very hungry for his candy. He won, for goodness sake, give him candy! Okay. <laughs> All right, once you realize, man, I, I blew it. I blew it. I, I, didn't, I was unkind. How, how do you get that back? Once you gossip, one piece? Get, give, give, the boy, give him more candy. He played a really hard game. That was disgusting. He's been running. He's trying to chase the candy down. All right, that seems more just. Okay, that was, that was messy. All right, now, focus, focus, this is what I want you to get. Once you put it out there, you can't just take it back. One time I remember, I was about five years old, and I was hanging out with my cousin Erica, who I was very close to up until that point, this exact moment in my life. And we were doing something, and I don't even remember what happened, but I, I won the, whatever we were doing. And so I said to her something like, I won, I'm awesome. And she got mad because she lost, and she wasn't a good sport yet because she was five. And she turned to me and she said, I don't know why your mother ever adopted you. Yeah. My, and then, like, she realized, I should never have said that. And she immediately said, I take it back, I take it back, I take it back, I take it back. And I forgave her, I did but it wounded me, and I was never quite the same with my cousin Erica for the rest of my life. She hurt me because you can't really just take it back. You can't really just take it back, and that's why we have to think about the power that God gave us in the tongue. We have to think about how our tongue is affecting others. Here's a verse from the Bible that's really important, Ephesians chapter five, verse three. It says, such sins, and it's gonna list them in a second, such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. Obscene stories, foolish talk, coarse jokes. That means vulgar jokes. It means cursing. It means talking, 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 running your mouth and not thinking about what you're saying. 
obscene stories, foolish talk, coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Sometimes if something comes to our mind, we feel obligated to say it. Don't ever feel obligated to say everything you think. I think a lot of dumb stuff. I think a lot of stuff that makes no sense. And I have to learn, as do you, to just be quiet. Because I, I think unkind things sometimes. I think things that aren't nice. And I have to make a choice to say, you know what, I'm going to just swallow my words. I'm gonna swallow my words. You might not be the most popular kid in your school. You might not be the most athletic kid in your school. You might not have all the coolest, most expensive stuff that every other kid wants, but I'll tell you what everyone in this room can be. You can be the kindest kid in your school. And here's how you do it. You encourage someone else. Make it a goal every day to say five encouraging, specific things to another person. Wake up in the morning and think in your mind, today I'm gonna find five kids at school. And if you really wanna challenge yourself, make one an adult, right? I'm gonna find five people today and I'm just gonna say something super nice to them. And maybe before you're good at it, it's as easy as, hey man, cool shoes. You don't even have to know who they are, but if someone's like, your kicks are sweet, don't you just like feel a little bit better about yourself? You're like, I like that guy, he's so nice. Just start simple, cool, cool shoes, man. Nice shirt. I like how you did your hair today. Just say something kind. And as you get stronger at it, you can be more specific. You can say to someone else, hey, I, I saw that you were struggling on that paper in typing class and, and you stuck with it. That was pretty cool. Way to stick with it. It's not always easy, is it? Like you say something more and more specific. Like you're doing a great job of picking up your cell phone every time you drop it. Stick with it. Hang in there, <laughs> right? Like you can find something, you can always find something to compliment, something to encourage, something to speak life to another person. And if you wanna, if you, you might not ever be the richest kid in class or the coolest kid in class, but you can be the kindest kid in class no matter who you are and how you do it, you simply find a way to encourage someone else. Tell them they matter, say, you wanna blow your mom's mind when she comes and picks you up tonight? Say, mom, I know you didn't have to drive me to church tonight, or dad, I know you didn't have to, but you chose to, and I really appreciate that. You could be at home in your pajamas watching Netflix, but instead, out of the goodness of your heart, you got in your cold car and you drove to pick me up, and I feel loved because of that, mom. You know what your mom will do? She'll cry actual tears and feel so loved she won't know what to do with herself. I'm telling you the truth, just try it. If it doesn't work, I'll buy you a soda next Wednesday night, I am guarantee you. If you just tell your mom, you just tell your grandma, you just tell a classmate, you tell a teacher, you tell a stranger in the hallway that they're cool, that they matter, that they're significant, you have so much power in your tongue, you could change the course of their life. Colossians chapter three says, and whatever you do and say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Let's pray. God, help us to use our tongues to lift people up and encourage them. And God, I pray that this room would be filled with the kindest kids at their school, that this room would be filled with the kindest kids in this valley who are constantly using the power of their tongue 
to make other people's lives and days better. Strengthen and encourage each one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.